0: Captain Marvel, Old Man's Journey and Railroad Inc. This is staying in.
1: Dan, you sound like you're either going to get revenge on me <laughs> for I don't know, kidnapping your dog or oh god.
2: Yeah, I yeah, I apologize. I'm not I'm not on top form at the moment. Uh, my, my, my voice is, uh, exclusively in the lower range of the, uh, uh decibels, not decibels. That's volume. That's, uh, no.
1: is it, is a good ton? Is it timbre? I, I,
2: I would timbre. say there's, I, I, my voice at the moment has much more gravitas than, than it usually would. Okay. How are you going to
3: use this power?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, I've already um, got three loans because people trust me completely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was able to convince uh, several people that I was a man of import and I will ride that money train as far as it will take me. Admittedly, as soon as I try to go high, like i <laughs> my voice disappears. Oh and I lose God. all of the gravitas and the sense of import that the lower voice does give me um this is this could
3: actually come in useful because if you're like this at the wedding when you're like showing people where to go they're gonna be like oh i really like that you know that guy's really got to control himself i really understood that i was meant to be sitting on the left hand side
2: yeah Mm -hmm. or they could just be scared and just they'll sit in the first seat that i point at
3: yeah (laughs) yes yes sir whatever you say One drink minimum. (laughs) (laughs) A
0: a a little tip down that I did when I was ushering at your wedding was I put, because I was so paranoid, I'd screw up this very simple instruction, was I I wrote groom on one hand and bride on the other hand so I knew which direction to point respective family members to. Wow.
3: Chris and I went to the cinema to go see Captain Marvel. And as always, the grift now is to go to the Asda across the road and get myself a six-pack of toffee popcorn. That's and, not a
2: grift, that's buying shopping. And uh, take He, he sucks it in his socks, though, Dan.
3: Yeah, and then take one pack from it and then take the rest of the cinema. Uh, calorie and portion control grifting, which is great. And then we went into the cinema and it was lovely and uh, Chris uh, got a bottle of water. Did you take any snacks in? Oh, Chris, yeah, you bought two <laughs> You bought two Freddos. And uh, what else did you have? I've
0: had one in ages. <laughs> uh, two Freddos and a bottle of water, that's all I needed. There we go.
3: That's what our Captain Marvel experience was yep. in audio format. Yeah. Twice during the movie, the screen went black. You're joking. Just stopped. The first time it happened...
1: Oh.
3: And, it, and it's really unsettling because you don't realize how much light the projection gives out, like the projection on the screen. Yeah. So when that went, it was super dark in there. Like oh, they turned right. off the lights, gone home, and left five people <laughs> sitting in this multiplex. I mean, like, okay. I just thought it was like,
0: a, like, kind of like quite an experimental kind of yeah. use of cinematography.
1: You know what Marvel are like?
3: crazy cats.
1: Oh, there's nothing there's nothing quite like going to a cinema and seeing a movie, is
3: there? And so 10 minutes later, we finally got someone to attend the projection booth, and they rewound it 10 minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant.
3: <laughs> and then 15 minutes passed, same thing happened again. At which point the manager was like, "Sorry guys, <laughs> this is not going to happen." <laughs>
0: The projector basically kept overheating because the aircon wasn't working. Yeah, and so and that, was, and that was it. So
3: yeah, so we've seen the first forty minutes of Captain Marvel. Oh, so yeah,
1: wow. Because I've seen the whole thing. Okay. Oh, we? I went to. Uh, you're missing out. It's really <laughs> good. <laughs> it, don't get me wrong, Pete. It sounds amazing. It's it's great. It's really really good. Oh, I went to a ni- went to a nice cinema. Had good screen. There was like. a a, a family behind us but that was it and they were quite quiet really nice manager came out anything pete
0: the screen in your cinema was too bright wasn't it yeah absolutely just too much light going into it. manager
1: came out introduced the whole film can i get you guys anything you're the only ones in here can i get you another coffee no 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 you you just relax watch the whole movie front to back very relaxing very nice in a lovely big comfortable chair really
3: good the problem the problem with our screening is, and they were they were very good. They uh, gave us two guest passes each. That's not bad.
0: So this is, this is another evolution on the grift.
3: Yeah, and they're great because they can be used for anything, 3D, IMAX, luxury seating, like completely like you use that to go and see any film in any um, chain store wh- whenever you want. They mm-hmm. don't have an expiry date on them. But the problem is is... I am, for some reason, I am loath to sit through that first 40 minutes again. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can just want to get there 40 minutes late so I could just wander in exactly at the point where it cut off for the second time. That's brilliant. That's brilliant.
1: That's that's brilliant. But um, yeah,
3: it's good, yeah, Pete? You,
1: you're happy? Oh, oh, oh. It is a wonderful movie.
2: Um, if you could compare it to another Marvel movie in terms of your level of enjoyment as opposed to kind of the content of it, what what other film would you put it on a par with? The first
1: Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow,
2: it's a, it's a high bar. It's a high bar. Wow. It's
1: very, very good. It's very good at setting up everything you need to know, like all the other Marvel movies. It's very good at setting up all you need to know, cutting away everything you don't need to know, but with just enough references so that, like, idiots like me go, that's because of this. Um, and it is funny and exciting it's a very exciting movie very quick movies T- takes quite a lot of risks in uh, in the way that it presents itself not in terms of like it's not it's not a risky movie but like it's cut a bit different to the other movies like there's some really interesting slightly trippy stuff every once in a while and it is a very exciting story and by the end of it you're like you're like i am looking forward to seeing if they do more with this um uh, which is a way of avoiding any spoilers there, but yeah, it's the kind of movie that is exactly the kind of movie that Marvel makes really well, and in the same way that like Black Panther like and an Origin God... movie, yeah, or comic Black Panther, Guardians right. of the Galaxy, <laughs> that kind of. Well, no, more like more like. Um... Well, you've
3: just named two origin films. Well, so
1: what I mean is yes for origins, but not you know like. It isn't just that it's a good comic book movie, it's character good, studies. It's a good character study. It's got just enough emotional drama in it to to be to be engaging during the quieter moments when it isn't extremely exciting action and it's also pushing more down the interesting like uh, diverse cast and crew uh, kind of thing. Like di- like bringing in different uh, editing techniques and a bit more like of an artistic flair to some of the moments but also putting front and center people from backgrounds that don't often get to be front and center and it's really good and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel silly and forced or anything like that it isn't one of you know it it isn't like it isn't what you know all of these silly billies have been worried about that it's just this like you know raised fist in the air like ultra diversity thing it's nothing like that it is just a really good well put together uh, story with a very good diverse cast it's super worth seeing I mean the first 14 minutes are arguably the worst of it it's a bit slow
3: (laughs) alright well I wonder if they'll be showing that in Indonesia when I'm there for two weeks oh almost definitely I
1: wonder if my Odeon
3: (laughs) tickets will be valid
1: oh almost definitely
0: not yeah (laughs) yeah I also don't think they've got an Aster there, Sam.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so is it is it too late for me to be writing my speech? Is it too late? Is it too late? I watched I mean, one YouTube video that was like Are you starting this twenty four hours before? And
0: I thought, <laughs> No. <laughs> no, that would that would be irresponsible. <laughs> well, <laughs> so this is your groomsman speech, isn't it, for your upcoming nuptials, which are oh, let's grooms- be honest, this Sunday. Of time of recording,
3: yeah. Time Sunday. recording. It's six days away. At the time of publishing, it would have already happened. Yeah, um, sure. This
2: is your last last pod as a single man. It is. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, that's, that's that amazing. Uh, like, oh, make sure you get your last pod in as a free man. <laughs> where's, where's the
0: podcast? I mean, listen, listeners are going to notice that the vocal change in the next episode. Ah,
3: the clink on the keyboard is, um, I don't know, rubbing my ring across it.
1: Anyway. <laughs> well, what, what, what you do on your spare time is up to you.
3: Well, at first I thought, ah. Uh, I'll just wing it on the day. because. Yeah, oh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 yeah, that's. This feels like
1: a bad move.
3: Because really, it's just, Yeah. thank you, Mum. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, new Mum. Thanks, new Dad. Don't they look wonderful? Thanks, Chris. My wife. My wife!
2: <laughs> no, don't, Yay! Sam, Sam. Don't, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam, Right. If you take <laughs> anything away from this conversation, okay, anything away from it, if nothing else, do... You...
0: introduce your wife by saying
2: my wife
0: i mean if you do that though it will make my speech by comparison look a lot better well well
3: chris well chris this is this is the interesting i was speaking to a guy at work about this today okay and he said to me the groomsman speech is great because no one's expecting anything of you everyone knows it's just a thank you jobby (laughs) And, (laughs) and that's it But everyone will laugh at you, which then makes the best man's job equally harder, because they've got to follow that, where literally, I don't do anything, everyone laughs at me and goes, oh, wasn't that lovely, and then... Yeah.
2: I have to say, Sam, having done a groom speech, I can promise you, you will have the most generous audience you have ever had in your life. And I'm going to lap
3: that up. Don't you worry about it. I've got five (laughs) precious minutes.
0: (laughs) Uh, how long? How long? How long's my speech got to be, Sam? I don't. I think you've got. I've just done the appendix. Uh, I think you <laughs> might
3: only have five as well, maybe uh, seven. I don't know. Chris Dan probably told me when I did it, but I, but I did not pay any attention. I just i just read out what I wrote. So it was
2: just a happening. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we had timescales for as. All
0: right. It's not, it's not like the Oscars band is just going to play me <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah, just
3: someone's, someone's there behind it, just like cutting their throat, just get him off, get him off.
0: So
2: how far into the process actually are you, Sam?
3: I'm down to the first toast. So I'm down to family. So I've done my mum and dad and mum and father-in-law and mother-in-law, and so I've done those bits. I've done, on behalf of my wife and I, I <laughs> want to thank oh. you. And, oh, it's great that you all will be here, joke, 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 joke. Isn't this hilarious? Uh, thanks, mum and dad. Thanks, father-in-law, and mother-in-law. Raise a toast to family. So that's as far as I am. Right. Um, I've got the tricky absentee bit to do after that. Yeah,
1: you know, it's you've got to sandwich it. Yeah, you got little. Just add a little bit of a little bit of bit of sweetness. A little bit of just a little bit of sweet. like, but like, no, a little bit of like it's 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 a it's that bittersweet thing of like. It's that thing of like I know that they would be very happy. It's that it's that sort of like oh and everyone's like, Mm, that's nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah.
0: And another one <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh. So yeah, so I'm pretty I'm pretty confident it's, uh...
1: Yeah. This is gonna go really well.
3: Yeah. And Lisa's I'm just doing off I'm just doing off the top of my head, so I don't have to write that bit. So that's fine.
2: I would, I would at least think about it and maybe jot some notes.
3: I'm no, I, I've thought about it. I know exactly what I'm doing. I've got a prop.
1: And
3: got, <laughs> no. Whoa. 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 Whoa.
2: Okay. I mean,
1: is. Okay. Is this? <laughs> is this like a? Is this like a? Like a funny hat? Like an emu puppet? <laughs> <laughs> if Lisa was here now, this is what... <laughs> Um, <laughs> like, <just> like, <laughs> like, just like, if if Lisa was an emu, like, uh, I think no, she'd I d- sound. I, d-
3: I don't want to say what the prop is because it okay. uh, it will it will ruin what the speech ruin what the speech is. But as part of this process, I have been um, because it was ages ago that I saw Dan do the speech. I wasn't quite you know sure of like who have I actually got to mention like what's because the, the protocols around it. And yeah. I watched this one YouTube video where it was like. A groomsman's speech is full of lots of must-haves, and some might-haves. So put the might-haves in with the must-haves, and you'll have a great speech. And I was like, great, all right, brilliant. Was uh, that the whole video? <laughs> no, I just kind of skipped to the bit where I just wanted to know who I had to thank and say. You could so have just I, asked
2: me who I, who I thanked. Oh, oh, God.
3: Yeah, but then I wouldn't have got then it, would just, great- then it would be
0: thanking just your parents Dan and <laughs> Holly's parents
3: <laughs> such great I remember once actually I do remember once I went to a wedding before I was best man at Dan's wedding yeah and uh, the best man gave a speech and I went over afterwards and as a show of solidarity and support I went fantastic speech that was great Oh, I've got one in a couple of months. I'm pretty nervous about it. At which point he just handed me his and went, there you go, use that. (laughs) That's That's amazing. So as part of my process, I have been consulting hitch.co.uk and reading some of their um, examples of speeches as submitted by genuine people.
2: Mm. I don't know.
3: Let's let's figure that one out. So... um, so far, all of them have been atypical blokes who write such things Go in on. their speeches, such as Ian Ian wrote. Yes. Thank you for your kind words, Kerry. Don't know who that is. It's good to know how you feel about me and Nick getting married, especially knowing what you witnessed on the stag do.
2: Lads, lads, lads. Uh, um, hang on, did he write lads, lads, lads?
3: No, no, he didn't. Okay. Just, that's, that's subtext. So. <laughs> the subtext um, is lads okay so we've been planning this wedding for some time now well i say we really nicola did all the work after sharing some of my initial ideas nick oh. thought it best i play to my strength so i arranged all the booze bar snacks and i've been practicing my breakdancing dancing moves ready for later <laughs> no
1: no 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 <laughs> just why like
0: ah oh, this honestly is... Pete, it's been an absolute nightmare trying to find guidance that isn't I know uh,
3: it's it's re- like all the, the next one by Kevin. Right? Go on, Kevin. Yep. Kevin starts up uh, with gents.
1: Sincere apologies. We're double booking FA Cup final day. Uh, if somebody, if I was marrying, if I was married, what's this person's name? Uh, Kevin. If I was marrying this Kevin person, I would immediately be like, "The f- what? What is this about?" Like, I would be furious. I would be absolutely livid if they said, oh, sorry for double booking this other thing. Like, oh, I just, what, I don't, it's not, what's the response? What's the response? What's the best response that you're gonna get? Like, like an awkward sort of like, <laughs> or or does that just fly? Does that fly out in the, I don't know. I don't know where these people get married. Like churches. Yeah. Mm. There's
3: There's another great one, Chris. Uh, Spelt with a have been warned that football talk is banned, which is good because Arsenal have had a terrible season yet again. Oh. The World Cup hasn't started yet, but we all know supporting England is never nothing to be shouting them out about.
2: Oh, just why are you talking about England?
3: Yeah. Talk about your beautiful wife and best man. And I best mean, man. I have to, I have to say, and Family. Like, I think there's a there's a place there's a place for this because obviously not yeah. everyone who's getting married has yeah. gone. There's like. Got a drama degree and knows about presentation and, and script sure. writing and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So, fair enough that a lot of people uh, might lean on that and that's just part of their personality. They might be football mad. Like, I probably bet a large amount of money that Lisa's dad will mention Man United at some point. Like, I'd rather be out, you know, at Old Trafford. But that would be hilarious because that's like, we all know he really wouldn't. Like, yeah, he's just yeah, yeah. But uh. like, every single. On this on this website, every single one is just the same. Looks like the same template of like just how do guys who don't know how to write a speech? I'll just put in stuff about football and bants and you'll get away with it. And I just think
0: it's actually more of a hindrance to read these templates. Yeah, than it's actually it just to do it off the top of your head. It's been like
3: Christ. I'd like there's, there's one which for some reason, whenever they put it in, all the ths have come out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so- just like. Thank you to my brand new, my brand new shiny mewer in law, (laughs) Laura. We'd like to thank you all for coming and celebrating our (laughs) special day with us, and and for all our support.
0: And I bet you they were so nervous they literally just read it as written. Oh man! Oh Oh, my gosh! gosh.
3: I think I think my favourite one of them all was one that I, I I shared with with all of you, which, and. I, it w- it was just it was just the sort of phrasing that this that this guy that this guy used, <laughs> and it was just another big thanks to my two ushers, Pecker and Wes. <laughs> 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 Pe- what,
1: <gasps> Pekka <Pecker> and Wes. <laughs>
3: It's like oh, it's been brilliant. So, but as you say, Chris, like especially when I was writing my best man speech, like those websites, unless you literally have no idea of what you're saying or what you're doing, <laughs> yeah. But it is, has been hilarious, and I did think about maybe I could crowbar some in, but I thought I've, I've not got much time.
0: I mean, it's too late now, Sam. But we could have done it together. We could have done like a
1: lovely duologue. You could have done one of those like presentations in front of a television where one of you is talking on the screen and one of you is stood in front of the screen talking to the person on the screen. Oh, that would Don't be... do this.
3: Lisa does this all the time when I say I've got a surprise for her. And she's just like, what is it? Like a, like a chocolate bar. And it's always a better surprise than I could have ever imagined. And then she's like, no, it's just a oh. penny or something. We could, have, we could have done like a Promenade production,
2: Chris. Like, walk with me. Down sounds <laughs> life. Well, be- <laughs> <laughs> well Sam if it helps your speech we could I mean it's still time for us to give uh, Pete a new nickname and just start calling him Pekka oh, that yeah.
0: imagine that he's already got enough. how many middle names has he got he's got about six or seven well, Pekka Wellington. But,
3: but the Peck- thing is Willington. it could set me up it could set you guys up for the night like to help you break the ice with family members and people you don't know who will obviously come up to you and be like you know you're obviously members of the of the grooms party (laughs) i could say and thanks very much to my groomsmen there's pete pecker wes willington there's daniel furry (laughs) furry balls frost and there's chris (laughs) crazy Called cool Derby, and all the my auntie would be like, what, Why are you called Furry Balls, Dad?" Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Sag, sag, have- sag. Lads, 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 lads. Lads, lads, be, lads, lads, that, lads.
1: That would be top fun, but I probably but, won't. No,
3: but heyo, it'll be fun. We'll we'll all yeah. know how it's gone by the time this comes out.
0: I cannot wait for this. Have you come across a game called Old Man's Journey Old Man's Journey. Old Man's Journey. It started on mobile, but it's actually since recently moved to consoles. Okay. And where did you play it? I've played it on my Android phone. And I know, Sam, you've played it also on your Android phone. I haven't. Oh, haven't you? You played it on Switch, did you, Sam? Well, it's, it's new on Xbox One, it's, but it's it, been around for about 2017. Yeah, since around that's now. new for it's me. It's relatively new. So this is basically where you're essentially guiding an old man on a journey. He receives a letter in his little seaside house and it's that letter that sends him on this journey. Okay. And it's got a very simple mechanic that is a little bit brain burnery in times depending on what time of the day you play it, but it's not really too strenuous where essentially as he's moving along, the the different levels of the horizon, those little rolling hills and landscapes, you can pinch them and pull them down and he can hop onto them and then you can pull them down. So you're basically shaping the landscape, the path for him to move. So it moves kind of backwards and forwards in terms of that perspective really. Mm-hmm. And there'll be instances where he'll like thumb a lift and be on the back of, say, a um an open truck and you're moving the road in place as the truck's moving or the train tracks that are all linking up as it's moving. It's not as strenuous and stressful, say as something like a temple run. There's a little bit of pressure there just to give you a sense of some sense of stakes attached to this. But it's a really light delicate game. I play it just before I go to bed. The chapters in it are very short and mm-hmm. sweet. It is the epitome of a short and sweet game, uh, where at the end of every chapter, he will stop and he'll reminisce, and you, you're piecing together his backstory, really. And it's his beautiful, shimmering watercolour paintings. It's a bit like the animation of Raymond Briggs, who did Snowman, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like shimmering, these watercolours. There's this, there's this luminosity, there's this vibrancy to them. And it's just a real beautiful experience. It's lovely. a real treat. It's a real treat. It's a lovely, lovely game. It doesn't outstay do its welcome. It sounds quite nice and,
1: and um, visually, aesthetically pleasing. But why would I care? Like, what's the hook for the story?
0: The, the hook for the story is wondering why he's gone on this journey. Okay. You find that out right at the end. It's also for me, my job is quite stressful at the moment. Just having a game that feels like I'm actively doing something, but it's not stretching me too much. Mm. And there's a, there's a, there's an episodic narrative. There's no spoken dialogue in the whole game. Everything is done through gestures. And there's lovely little choice bits and little nuggets of story hidden where you'll press on doors in houses and they'll open up. A little looped animation will suddenly play and things. But they don't spell those things out for them you've just got to look for them by tapping around um, it's just a lovely experience for those who don't want to read a novel you know oh gosh where am I in this plot I can't remember mm. or they don't want anything particularly taxing just a light thing for me before bed just play a very quick chapter I feel as if I've done something yeah I feel like I've switched off from the day's mm-hmm. events and I'm I go to bed thinking I wonder where this up why this old man is journeying where they're going there's so much story there I can sense beneath the surface in this old man and his life. Sounds like the It
1: sounds like the anti-Netflix binge game. It sounds like a kind of thing where it, it isn't super exciting. It's just this one thing where you use it to
0: de-stress. But we talked about this before where I don't binge things. I, I tend to meet out my experiences where others don't. They do binge. Right. So I don't know, Sam, you've played it. Did you binge it or did you play it in episodes
3: so I kind of learnt from my experience with the Gardens Between, which I did binge, mm. and I picked this up because it was on sale on the Switch. And interestingly, when I first started playing this, I, I was playing it on my screen, and it's a bit cumbersome to play it with a controller because you have to you use the the Wiimote in Maraca mode as like <laughs> as like a pointer. So you're grabbing hold of the landscape and like pulling it up and down using the Wiimote and using a gesture. Mm. So one day I just took it out of its cradle and just propped it up, propped it on my lap, got myself a cup of tea and actually used my fingers to manipulate the world rather than the the, the actual remotes, the Joy-Cons, which dramatically changed the whole experience of the game. Like actually being yeah. tactile with the world and moving it about and bending it gave me a lot more satisfaction. And I think also because I was playing it in my lap and being a lot more considered about it I was a lot more aware of myself to go hang on you know this is lovely I'm having a a really nice time I'm going to save some of this for later on and it got to the point where I was like waking up in the morning having my cup of tea and playing a chapter of Old Man's Journey and that was like overall the entire gameplay is about is an hour because the Switch has told me so an Mm. hour or more it says so for me, that whole journey took place over two or three weeks and the story is simple enough and paced well enough that you never really lose track of it and I don't really, I maybe would have got a bit more emotional in- intensity out of it if I just ran through it in one, in one sitting, but yeah. I don't think I would have appreciated the mechanics within it as much
1: if that makes sense. I'm quite intrigued at this idea of, of a game that you play with a cup of tea. Ah. I see, so, so was
3: I which is why I've now invented and started a companion <laughs> list of games Right. so me and Chris have Sam and Chris's breakfast games, games yeah. you play yeah. at breakfast Right. so you're with people, you're eating you're having breakfast, they're games you can play with each other, I've got a list on my phone but that's for another day so this now joins Railroad Inc. as games, a game to be served with a cup of tea <laughs> so that's the name of the that's the name of the list, to be served with tea.
1: Railroad Inc. What does so what does this have in is it ink with an INC or an INK? INK. I-N-K. So what does what does this video see? Uh what what did, what do you think they have in common that makes them tea drinking partners?
3: Because what they have in common is the fact that the action, the input into them mm. is not equal to the input out of it if that makes sense so for railroad inc you roll four dice yeah. and then using those four dice you then have to build your rail road and roadway structure in order to score the most points so in terms of what you're putting into the game you're just rolling dice and then it's up to you to take those shapes and fit them in on your map mm. so if you're sitting there and having you know a cup of tea it's perfect you know you can sit back look and consider exactly what's going on whilst drinking a cup of tea same with old man's journey your input is very minimal you're just moving things up and down like the puzzle doesn't get any more complicated than that so really to understand what's going on you have to sit down take a sip of tea consider exactly what's going on or just wait for him to make his path from sort of left to right and Railroad Inc's also interesting because it's also a multiplayer game up to six people can can um, play it at the same time and I was speaking to chris about it whilst we were waiting for captain marvel to come back on (coughs) and the experience of railroad inc is super interesting because it's it's like being in the same room with someone and reading the same book at the same time you're having and you're having a shared experience but it's also completely identical to you so when me and lisa play railroad inc we just won't talk about the whole of it and then At the end of it we'll turn around our games and we'll show each other what we've built and what we've created and how many points that scores Mm. so for me that's a you know a great game like we have a cup of tea with each other maybe a little snack and we'll just be playing it and rolling dice and playing it and rolling dice we don't have to speak if we're having a completely
1: shared experience but it's also individual so games to be served with a cup of tea so far i'm sort of i'm feeling considered yes no time pressure no minimal input minimal input so
3: something like let's take Ganshon Clever which is another roll and write which is exactly what Railroad Inc is Railroad Inc is a roll and write okay but Ganshon Clever is probably not a to-be-served with a with a game mm. because first of all you've got six dice to roll That's you write one down you roll them you roll them again you write one down you roll them again write one down that process is happening at so much quicker you're having to do a lot more like physical input into the game to get that engine roll when you get to the end of the game it really slows down and you have to really consider exactly what you're going to do so by that time your tea is cold and it's just not a very good yeah that's not a good tea based
0: situation it's a very good point sam actually because it it, that's actually a perfect way of putting it actually it's there are games that you can't play while having a cup of tea like playing spider-man my tea just goes cold because You have to pause the game to drink your tea. Whereas Old Man Journey, I can press on the screen, watch him walk, and I can just have a few sips as he makes his merry way there. Exactly. Do you know, uh, Hideo Kojima,
1: one of the the few sort of interviews that I remember is from official PlayStation 2 magazine back in the day. And I think it was Kojima who said... um, He said that when he was doing the cutscenes for Metal Gear Solid and Metal Gear Solid 2... He accounted for something called cigarette time, and okay. basically, he and I guess this is sort of tea time as well, right? He basically came up with this idea that a lot of people playing, you know, this was back in the days when we didn't know that cigarettes were bad for you. <clears throat> uh, basically, like he had this idea that people would light a cigarette while they were playing Metal Gear Solid Two and take a drag on it and then put it into a, a, a into a into an ashtray and then. They would want a certain amount of game time, and then they would want to go back to their cigarette, at which point they would want to not be doing action. And so this was the this was why he put so much like action, then cinematic, then action, then cinematic, action, then cinematic. And that game is really broken up like that. And he yeah, he talks about it in terms of cigarette time. Now that we know cigarettes are probably bad for you. I guess maybe that's tea time, right? You could like you could build a game around the idea that well you probably want to you'll probably want to have a sip now
3: well the only way i'd counter that is as a player i want to know when my next sips come in that's true so when i'm playing old man's journey or railroad inc as soon as i roll those dice on railroad inc i can take a sip i can huh. consider yeah. like i'm under no time constraints like i know right. i've written one thing down i've written another thing down I know that it's just going to if I'm playing on my own or Lisa's playing or whoever. I know all they're going to need to do is roll the dice before I'm ne- next like into sip time. Like that is really minimal in Old Man's Journey. Or with one hand, I'm doing one thing. I could be holding my tea in my other hand and sipping mm. at the same time. Mm. So I think I think you've got a point, but I would just be aware that in that situation
1: I'd be wondering when's the next sip coming. Right. So, so. you also you were also dictating the time in which that's what I guess what I mean by like time pressure right like in an action video game it will happen when it happens whereas with yeah. with this it's not a, a fast game it's not a time, time delay game but it's also no social pressure either it sounds like.
3: The difference is is one is a game that you can drink a cup of tea with yes. the other one is to be served with a cup of tea.
1: Beautiful that's a really good distinction. Don't turn this into a horrible thing. This is a lovely thing. And the lovely thing is how much we've raised. And I say we, really. <laughs> I've been looking at the leaderboards. We are falling. Like, we are, like, just about in control okay, of the, top, in two, the, the top, top five. All right, no.
0: Well, I thought it would at least delineate between running and walking.
3: Uh, oh, Bitter bitterness well, we're meant yeah, to be raising bit... money for charity and there's...
0: exactly i don't like this whole top no because no, yeah. it's, it's turning me into a bastard
2: <laughs> 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 oh god
1: um so uh so yeah i mean like it's pretty incredible uh like the number of, like there are several people who are into three figures now which is really really amazing and it's it's helping us uh raise uh, money for charities. Uh, how much money have we raised? Then,
2: uh, as it stands right at the moment, I, re- I checked it just before I came online, and we've oh, raised okay. so far three hundred and thirty-six dollars. Cool. We've raised three hundred and thirty-six dollars and thirty cents. That is cool. very good. Is, uh, and we've actually we've had two uh, new entrants. Uh, cool. This month, since we since we last spoke, um, so one of them actually has arrived just today. Who is someone who goes by the name of Matthew Gasson? So welcome, Matthew. Welcome. Um, welcome, Matthew. And also we have uh, someone who goes by the name of Max Davy, who's been in cycling, but that's fine. All are welcome. Um, but yeah, Max has been uh, cycling for charity and doing some good numbers. So that's welcome, amazing. Max. Uh, join the that's team. That's fantastic. Welcome. One Thank you all. very much. And, and that's all really that w- that we have for this month. So uh tell your friends, tell your family <laughs> Yeah uh, tell your grandma yeah, basically, get them all ready. Right say in.
1: just say look, you don't you don't need to listen to the stupid podcast, but if you do, do wanna if you do wanna help these four people hit a frankly ludicrous target, then hop on the bike or walk or run.
3: Hey, we've done three hundred dollars in march so that's on target
1: yeah we're on target we are on target but like i don't know i'm the i'm a pessimist as everyone always says (laughs) i am i am always a pessimist about these things all right so i i want to make sure i want to make sure that we're like i'm not gonna be happy until we're at a thousand
0: but i know for a fact that one of our well, one of our team members, Brittany Harvard, she's training for half marathon. So that no, half a marathon, marathon fig. Th- oh days. there we go. She's she's training for two half marathons that so she's gonna do back to back.
3: What? Uh, but the but the bad thing is, Chris, right? Yeah. Is first of all she's a trooper because the day before I get married she's doing a twenty mile run. And um <laughs> But yep. also, it also has been pointed out that the day after she does the marathon, she's pretty much
1: never going to run again. So, <laughs> so take these miles while they're good. I was going to say so. So okay, brilliant. So Brittany, basically, keep practicing. Practice makes perfect. Keep, <laughs> because because you know, at the wedding, they, run. It's just fine. run. Just put the app on. Run. It's fine. So keep that going. So yes, we do need we do need some some power levelers.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're up for it, because apparently that's the direction that this is going now, is a horribly competitive. <laughs> yeah. No, let's get rid of that, please. Okay. Uh, if you want to have some fun raising money for charity whilst you're dawdling
1: around walking your dog like I do, then <laughs> download the Charity Miles app. <laughs> that's what I do. Honestly, that's what I do. I think the only, thing, the only reason I'm anywhere near the top five even is because I just remember... <laughs> like, I just I just remember to turn it on. That's literally the only thing that's doing it because I'm doing like a mile a day, maybe two. But like, yeah, it's very exciting. It's genuinely very very exciting just to see it all. Like, oh, it's all coming together. It just like,
2: ah, oh, it's very cool. But
3: yeah, Dan, I hope you I hope you're better so you can feel the full force of the day.
2: Oh, don't you and... worry about that. I will. Regardless, I'll be feeling full force i'll kick i'll kick this barry white ass cold into the
0: dust and he'll just start hallucinating on all the medication he's on <laughs> yeah i won't remember a thing he's just pouring at the curtains
2: grandma's here <laughs>
3: <laughs> she's not absent sam she's here they're all here <laughs>
2: She's all around us, Sam. <laughs> Just close your eyes and you'll
3: feel oh, her next God. to you. To be fair, I'm fighting an illness too, so it could oh, be a really interesting. Uh, oh my interesting gosh,
0: you're going to sound have sounds. to have your speech read out by
2: somebody else huh? Sam. Whilst, whilst Sam mimes it, someone sits what? underneath the table speaking it, and Sam mimes it.
1: No, I'm sorry not, that okay, I've organised okay. all
2: this. I know Arsenal are meant to
1: be playing, but <laughs> so uh... I want,
3: I once went. I once saw a student play which did exactly that. So. <laughs> It was a, it was a production of King Lear, I think, or Rich the Third, <laughs> and the actor playing Rich the Third didn't turn up. Just didn't turn up for the for the show. Brilliant. So the way they solved the problem was to get someone to play Rich the Third whilst someone in the audience read out Rich the Third's lines, and then he just acted oh like in response to what the lines were.
0: Just oh. like, you know, like in Thunderbirds where the mouth never synced up with speech.
3: <laughs> no, he didn't like move his mouth. He just like... Oh,
0: right, that, oh that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> now it's the winter of our discontent. And I'd say about the time I was at a conference and sometimes it happens where you're in an international conference. Uh, let, uh, people can't be there to present the paper in person. So sometimes they've done it over... Sometimes people have done it over Skype, um, for example. And, but this time the person couldn't make it to the conference. They couldn't do it by Skype. So rather than getting someone to read their paper on behalf, their behalf, they got the computer to read their paper. Oh, no. come on. It could have been the most fascinating thesis I'd ever heard, but completely lost in a computer that, that just glitched halfway through and then a la Captain Marvel went back 10 minutes or so oh, and started again.
3: No.
0: It was awful. That sounds dreadful. 20-minute paper read entirely by a computer. Uh, sod off. And no PowerPoint either. You just watch the words light up as it was oh. reading out should,
3: should we do oh, that next no. for the next pod when we're doing the Charity Miles update? Just get yeah. a computer to read it. <laughs> just, and the so computer so to the side hard. goes,
2: beep, 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 It's beep, just beep, so... I am
1: alive. It's so <laughs> disrespectful. It's just like, I, I just couldn't be bothered. Like, oh, <laughs> Well,
3: I'm not going to be here, so you're going to have to fill
1: me my role somehow so we'll just we'll just go on to like we'll go on to Windows 3.1 and get the voice recorder person <laughs> to be computer. like hello I- I'm Sam
2: I'm having do a great I'll, have time. Ju- I'll have just moved so chance like, I won't be here either
1: oh god well alright I'll send in my voice as well so it'll just be send Chris it in yeah I'll just send, <laughs> send, it, send it in, it in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like I'll just like do a <laughs> lot of canned responses of like <laughs> yeah I'll just be like
3: oh wasn't he the hobbit from
1: Star Wars <laughs>
3: questions come but once a year oh there oh i wish they came more frequently because then we'd have more to use
0: (laughs) he cuts one album and suddenly everything's a song
3: (laughs) questions. he he won't stop singing have you got a
1: question for us three and me Oh. so uh, yes is the answer <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, we've had uh, at Adamski uh, via Twitter you can also send us questions Ooh. via Facebook and also email stayinginpod at gmail.com cool uh, so, mm-hmm. so some lovely things about the show which, which I am too modest to go into here but none th- basically because <laughs> they don't mention him yeah exactly uh, <laughs> give us a TDLR version of it great last show as always super entertaining Talks about one man's meat uh, and then goes on to talk about uh, 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 his (laughs) Marcus Fenix from Gears of War being his inner monologue voice. Which I think, personally, if you've got to have an inner monologue voice, that's probably the one to go with. Mm. Um, So, so, uh, the question. I'd say David Hayter. Oh, Oh, my gosh. The Hudson River, two years ago, we received classified intelligence of a new Metal Gear.
3: Sam, (laughs) you need to you need to feed the dog, or <laughs> Sam, you forgot to get rid of the wasp in the bathroom, like Lisa asked when she left for the gym. <laughs> As I just did. And now and now it's disappeared! And now it... <laughs> I imagine that would be Poppy's voice. And you can hear her, like Detective Pikachu. <laughs> That's the worrying thing, Chris. Is Lisa left to go to the gym, she said. There's a wasp in the bathroom, can you get rid of it? David Hater's voice didn't remind me and now she went up into the bathroom and it's disappeared. So now it's his home. And now we have to burn down the house and move.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did I tell you about the time I tried to get rid of a spider using a glass and a piece of paper, which is the classic technique, isn't it? And it's not the one people say where you put the paper over the spider and whack the paper with the glass. It's where basically, yeah, you trap spider under glass on paper. And for whatever reason, the paper wasn't good enough. And and it started to loosen up as I was opening the window to kind of throw it out. And I felt the spider touch my hand and I panicked and I threw the glass and the paper out the window. (laughs) in the rain at about half six in the morning so I had to go around my house to go just to the back garden in the rain just to fetch these things the thing the
3: thing in. I hate about the glass and the paper technique is where you you take you, you hold the glass outside the window you remove the paper and you go right job done bring the glass back in and the spider is just there just like clinging, <laughs> clinging to the on. edge of the glass
0: and part of you thinking <laughs> fair play actually I think you deserve to stay well this is actually to do with
1: uh, Adamski's question. So he's actually asking us about um uh inner monologue voices. Uh so he says, um after going through a late night marathon of watching how it's made, the TV which okay so he's I think he's provided this information for me. The TV show that provides a great insight into how various products are manufactured and the variety of skills
2: needed. Okay. I think there is a chance he may be talking about a uh, CBeebies, uh show which, if okay. he is, I fully agree. It's a great show and teaches you how certain things are made that you otherwise would never know. Okay,
3: so it's not inside the factory with Greg Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking does not get tougher than oh, this. Oh, oh, Chris, Chris, it is love it because it's just one man marveling <laughs> at how like pizzas are made. It's just like what you put the pepperoni. Like this madness. <laughs> the other day, the other day, you went to a pencil factory in Germany, and it took him five minutes to get over the fact there wasn't lead in pencils, and it never happened. <laughs> It's like what, <laughs> it what? no know no let's get out get out anyway, um, this question now we know why we don't get that many questions anymore yeah I know because
1: we just can't ever get to them so it's so after watching this this program called How it's made How it's made uh, called cool. How it's made it says I find that my inner monologue takes on the voice of the how it's made narrator Tony Hurst shout out. All right, shout out to Tony. Tony. Um, <laughs> I've, I've had a couple of people take over my inner monologue voice from time to time. Marcus Fenix from Gears of War. Steeplejack Fred Dibnar. Yeah. yeah nice. Oh, Fred Dibnar, yeah. Fred Dibnar. Okay. The actor Sean Bean. Oh, uh, I know Sean Bean. He's from the Go Civilization Six, uh voiceover. He certainly is, yeah. Uh, Which is and, what he wants to be most known for. <laughs> and uh, the odd podcast host, to name a few. So I put it to you. Have you ever experienced this? And if you had to have your inner monologue, voice to be a particular person real or fictional who would you choose and they would be with you forever I think that is a key caveat at the end they will be with you forever so you're, this is your only choice for in a monologue voice so are we? Are you happy to go with who were you saying David, David Hater? Hater? so that's the voice of metal, metal not metal gear obviously of, uh, <laughs> of, <laughs> of, of, uh, of of both the snakes
3: it depends what he means by in a monologue so does it mean like what you're thinking or is it
1: yeah. the voice like, of <laughs> your conscious? No, I think I think it's the voice of, I think it's the voice that is like, when you're like, oh, I need to make sure that I do. I go down the shops and buy that. But it's not the voice that goes like, Pete, you really shouldn't be doing that. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Pete doesn't have <laughs> one of those. I don't have one. I wouldn't know what that sounded like. Uh, I, I mean, I assume it would sound like Garfield for me. Uh, but um, uh, I mean, so my analog, uh, inner monologue voice, I know I've done it because I, I, I do this with, when I play, when I'm really into a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I experienced this last with uh, probably Assassin's Creed or maybe Skate. I look around the world and then suddenly I see the world in the, yeah. in, in the oh, I could climb that or, oh, I could g- skate that. And of course, I could never do any of those things. Video um, game bleed. Video game bleed. Yeah. And like, I think, yeah, that definitely happens with me with voices, but it's very, very occasional. Um, I had it... <sighs> I think I had it with, I had it with 50 Cent Blood on the Sand, which was <laughs> not, not. It's up there with
0: James L. Jones. Isn't it was,
1: it? I mean, it, it was good in my head, but then sometimes it would bleed out a little bit into some of the way that I was speaking and that oh, was no. not good. Yeah. Uh, some, some people thought that I was a lot cooler than I actually am, <laughs> or maybe uh, a lot more of something else. But um, yeah, uh, so there was that. And as a side note, Adamski says I've never had a lady's voice as my inner monologue. I wonder if ladies only have female voices in their head. Um, that's interesting. I'd, I've never had. I've never had a female voice being being that actually that's not true that's not true I played through pretty much like pretty successively the Mass Effect trilogy and I, I had Femshep, and I would have a little bit I had little hints of that I would hear her voice every every once in a while
0: but you, but you also listen to quite a lot of audiobooks don't you are there mm. any voices amongst those titles that have resonated with yes. you yes
1: oh god uh, no, uh, no, no. My um, the, the guy who's le- legit been in my head for ages has been... Pause for dramatic effect. Uh, the guy who's been in my head for ages has been an actor called Christian Rodska, who you might recognise the name of, uh, but he's doing a voice, uh, which is Sir Winston Churchill, uh, because I've just read th- uh, The Great War... Uh, basically a three volume 45 hour long uh thing about world war one and he puts the voice of winston churchill on for the entire thing it is churchill reading you churchill's book and it's like
0: oh god i had 40 odd hours of this stuff so it's not like the dog on the car insurance (laughs) adverts We were frightened them on the beaches. <laughs> yeah.
1: It- <laughs> yeah. If we'd have just used the navy in Gallipoli, it would have been fine. Also, get better <laughs> deals on your car insurance.
0: <laughs> um, oh yes. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I've been doing loads Do of. Do you research. know who my voice would be? Because I've never had this. I've never had this instance of having no. another a voice other than my own. I must admit. But if I had no. to pick a voice, it would be Kate Blanchett, because then it would turn my life into some kind of epic Tolkien-esque quest.
1: Who's Kate Blanchett?
0: Oh, she's. Uh, you'd have probably. Uh, I say you'd probably know her. Pete. Most people we know her as um, Lady Galadriel in the Lord of the Rings. She begins this op- the opening monologue about the whole world building of the film versions Chris, of the books. It's
3: time to eat. I really yes. should eat now. I think I know <laughs> who that
0: is. Yeah. Okay. The one. In- she. Sh-
1: she's all in white. Yes, she is. Yes. She's. She's like completely covered in. She's Well, she's not completely covered. She's all in white. She. Yeah. They. She chooses to go with. Them to the to the maybe stop. it's death stop. maybe it's not
0: stop and then Shon's no. like no Pete please stop oh. she she's in Lothlorien the dark Chris, the kind Chris, of dark, why are you oh, sorry why are you- I know <laughs> it's a fool's endeavor really
1: <laughs> has she has she has she got the dragons can you no can
3: can we just stop this now because he's doing that thing again where he's purposely he's pretending to know
0: less than he actually does.
3: Yeah, by mixing up as many different fantasy tales as he
0: can.
1: Is she in Hufflepuff?
0: Oh, just... <laughs> no. Oh, dear. Dan, what would your voice be? Yeah, what's your voice, Dan? Um, anyone at point, of- I guess. <clears throat> We've had Churchill Stubble, Kate Blanchett, David Hayter. I- I've seen David Hayter doing Snake's voice, not just David Hayter, everyday David Hayter. <laughs> Cause that'd be a tremendous letdown. Yeah, David Hayter
1: as as Snake.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna go with Sean Connery. Oh,
1: okay, okay. I was a little bit hesitant then, but, I'm a little, uh,
2: but I thought. I, I feel I like that the, the kind of the meatiness of that voice, the kind of the, the, the full full uh, bodiedness of that voice. I think mm. would just be at the end of the day, if I'm stuck with this voice forever. I'm gonna develop a complex. I think I'd be friends with this voice. He seems yeah. like a friendly voice to have in my head for the rest of yeah. time.
0: Yeah. Welcome to the rock.
3: <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't start dressing as he did in uh, that
2: film. And you're gonna have to narrow it down, Sam. Hey, Sam, Sam is talking. Film.
1: Sam, Sam is talking about the. Film where is it he's basically wearing—is it—is that what it's called? He's wearing basically. Oh, he's, he's wearing, wearing like a sash. He's wearing his little thong. Yeah, a little he's thong. A, he's
0: wearing a bandolier, isn't he? Yeah, and and two bandoliers. It's a bold
1: look. It's a hell of a. M- That's it. Salad yeah, salad. it's a hell of a mood, but it's
0: it's not it's not. And he turned down the role of Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. That's because he can't say hobbits. 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 <laughs> So, yeah, I think uh, uh, what, what, a, what an array of inner monologue voices we all have. I think the one part of uh, Adamski's
2: question that I would like to just 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 narrow in on is the fact that he said in the past, he has sometimes had podcast hosts as the voice in his head. Oh. Now, what I want to know, have we ever made an appearance oh, as, as a team? As a team, has he had four voices in his head at one point? Well, All four of it. Oh, God. Uh, and if not, you know what? what can we do to get into Adamski's There's, head?
1: Do you know what? There's absolutely no way because if he had, he would have ended it all because honestly... <laughs> it would have been like M. Night Shyamalan split. Can you imagine all four of us just nattering away? Like, it's bad enough with myself. Like, all four of us in one person's head. It's too much.
0: Uh, that was Staying In with Sam Turner, Peter Wellington, Dan Frost and myself, Chris Darby. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to leave us a review too, that'd be absolutely fantastic. We'd be really chuffed to bits. Now, for those of you who want to compete with us or don't want to compete with us, and actually you're just more philanthropic than that, and you just want to do stuff for charity, come and join our team. Just head to your app store and download Charity Miles for your mobile telephone and look for us in the app at hashtag Staying stayinginpod. That's all one word, and that's our team name, hashtag Staying In Pod. Finally, a big hearty congratulations to Sam and Lisa on their marriage, who I assume are listening to this on their honeymoon. Thanks for listening.